Welcome into the latest edition to hear that podcast. Grallon Pollinger Jr. of The Athletic here with you on the walkout uh, in, well, it's 1, it's 1 a.m. Yeah, it's 1 a.m. here in Jacksonville on a night where the Cincinnati Bengals in overtime beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 34-31. to Technically, that's how that game will go down in the record books. Bengals 34, Jags 31. In Bengals lore, it will go down as the Jake Browning game. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's, it's hard to put into words what we witnessed on Monday night in Jacksonville. In a game that had absolutely everything, you, you, you had plays by both teams, uh, insane multiple trick plays turned into disasters, dropped interceptions, bobbled passes, deep passes. Jamar Chase said he wanted to be evil tonight, and he was disrespecting the other team. You, you had a missed field goal. You had everything. We can get to all that. But most importantly, you had Jake Browning going 32 of 37 for 354 yards with a touchdown throwing a touchdown running where he had two rushes for 22 yards, no turnovers, a passer rating of a 115.5. Peyton Manning on the Manning cast said Jake Browning looks like Kenny Anderson out there. And he wasn't wrong. He did. He hits Jamar Chase one-on-one on on a perfect ball for a 76-yard touchdown pass. He converts fourth downs. He converts third downs. He rolls out. He went through his progressions. He hit second reads. He pushed the ball down the field. He threw a deep bench routes. He had the go ball. There was nothing that you didn't see from Jake Browning tonight. And... You know, a week after we spent a lot of time talking about his performance on third down being so poor and him talking about, you know, learning a lot from that. The staff learned a lot about Jake Browning in his first professional start against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that, you know, it was his first time being in a live pocket in a while. And that showed and just going through the full week again and having a chance to learn from that and, and feel like he was in a better spot coming into this one. There was a lot of confidence from him, which there has been since day one. But it was those third downs were so bad. He goes 10 of 12 for 149 yards and a touchdown on third and fourth down tonight. I mean, it is a stunning performance. And... Jamar Chase has 11 for 149 in the touchdown. He goes over 1,000 yards for the season. They get the running game going. They sprinkle Chase Brown in. Chase Brown with nine carries for 61 yards. Joe Mixon, 19 for 68 and two touchdowns. I mean, 
it was hard. I went around afterwards in the locker room. Jamar Chase calls QB1 material was his line. Uh, Ted Karras called him downtown Jake Brown, to which Jake Browning announced very loudly he really hopes that doesn't stick, does not like it, which is all the more reason that it should stick. Just call him the man tonight. You know, he's waited forever for an opportunity just to have a chance. And, and it felt in week one that he wasn't ready for it. You know, if you look at his play, you're like, oh, maybe, maybe he's, yeah, maybe it's just not, he's not that guy, right? And then he comes out and, and does this. He just made himself so much money. Did it on Monday Night Football in a big spot against a good Jaguars team. That kind of a performance that keeps you around this league for years. Years. And Bengals fans won't forget it. And guess what? Bengals players won't forget it. You could see, you know, I think they're obviously a confident group, but there is, it is human nature. We've talked about this since day one with this team. And what's the Burrow era has been, has been the belief. Has been in the past, they waited for the other shoe to drop, and now they wait for Joe Burrow to come out of the tunnel. That's defined the Burrow era, the belief that follows it from fans, from the front office, from players, from teammates. It, it, it pushes them to think that no matter what, they know that they've got a chance because they have that guy. I said it pregame. This stadium was bumping. It was the introductions were going on. It was loud. Their first Monday Night Football game here in forever. They were super stoked for it. I mean, it was an intense environment pregame. And I said, man, this is when you really miss Joe Burrow because as a team, you're thinking, I mean, there's a lot of teams that that type of stuff is you're in a big environment. You know it immediately. And it can it can shake people a little bit. But when you have Burrow, you can't wait to go out there and do it. When you don't know what you got, it's a little different thing in the back of your head. And I felt like you could feel after after Browning goes out there and is just ripping it, particularly the third and fourth drive of the game after those first two, you know, they moving the ball well, but they had had the first trick play debacle uh, that really set them back. And then they miss a field goal. Um, but they were moving the ball. And then all of a sudden, it went from throwing the short underneath stuff to pushing it downfield. And he's making every throw. And he has an unbelievable drive to get their first touchdown. It's like, whoa. And then the second one after that, they come out and so say, you, you could feel the team sort of believing right around them. And, uh, and it all started working for him. What a night for Jake Browning. And with it, with that belief, is a wide open, unbelievably, AFC playoff picture. The Bengals are 6-6 six and six now after this one. And, you know, when you look around the AFC, I mean, it's all jumbled up. They're one game behind Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Indianapolis, who are all seven and five. What do those three teams all have in common? All on the Bengals' schedule, Indianapolis next week, with their own backup quarterback starting. Then they play Minnesota after that. 
with their backup quarterback starting. And then Pittsburgh could potentially have their backup quarterback starting. We don't know what's going on with Kenny Pickett. Cleveland with their back. Joe Flacco. I mean, and then you got all this jumbled mess at six and six. Houston's at seven and five. Denver's at six and six. Bengals, Bills. I mean, they're interesting. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. But if Jake Browning can play any semblance of that level going forward, they're interesting. They're a factor. Or as Ted Karras said, we're in the hunt right there on the, on the graphic. Moving up. You want to be right there. And they are. I mean, this was the one where the season would have ended tonight, right? They go to five and seven. I mean, it, you know, it, but now, heck, the offense looks like it can do something. The defense is still kind of what it's been. They had some moments tonight, and they were better against the run against a team that's not super interested in running it. But they were good enough. When they had to be, they they made enough plays, and got the holding call there too, which was a hold, but they got it. And it, a game it could have gone either way. They didn't make every play, but they made enough. And and they're interesting. They're in the mix. What a night! What an unbelievable night. You know, afterwards in the locker room, obviously everyone sort of the party was on. You know, this team was on a three game losing streak. Had lost their quarterback in the process. Been taking slings and arrows from anyone, anywhere with a microphone or uh, internet with a good Wi-Fi, right? And the, the party was, was on immediately, and understandably so. They were exhausted as they take the overnight flight back home, but you could sense, you know, the, the, the just sense of uh, it meaning something. I, you know, it's um, it's a big, it's a big deal. It's it's a big deal for them to to get back on this track, and, and it feels more, it feels uh, relevant now again. You know, and and there's plenty, plenty of hope to go there. There's there's a few uh, things to dive into specifically in this game, but it always comes back to, and then Jake Browning made a play, right? I mean, it seemed like every third down. You know, what third and longs, he would he would find a way to make a play. And then after all the plays that he made, fourth and three down there near the goal line, goes through his progression and ends up finding Jamar Chase. And that was that had happened before. You know, did that on a third down to Tyler Boyd, going through the progression, giving guys a chance, not panicking back there, understanding when he's under pressure, getting out and running. He has the long run. That was a big play in this game too, and you know, getting out in the pocket. You know, he had that uh, a naked where he had a guy right in his face, and he throws it on a kind of a side angle there to Wilcox to get. I mean, plays like that. God, they were just happening on repeat. It wasn't. It wasn't like automatic checkdowns here. I mean, three hundred fifty-four yards. Of course, you knew Jay was going to have it. Most yards NFL history. Uh, by a quarterback in his first or second career start. 
and 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 looked every bit of it. It wasn't there was nothing false. And Zach Taylor talked after the game, talking about how you know just just being kind of in amazement at, at Jake balling out and them kind of riding the hot hand on that one. But about how there wasn't really a it wasn't a false confidence in the team that the team really felt it this week. They felt the energy in practice. They felt Jake's energy being good. And and everybody felt rejuvenated a little bit this week in practice. And that was that was consistent from across the locker room a little bit. And we heard that during the week a little bit. Uh, but you never know. I mean, we've heard that before until you get out here. But but then it all changed when they really started getting it going. They 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 did have a real confidence in themselves coming out in this one. Um, and then you end up, you know, thinking they're still going to botch it because you, know, you get the you get the deep ball to Chase, where Chase said greatest thing ever. They ran them out of the coverages they were doing and into base and on third and one, they bring everybody up. Credit my man, James Rapine was sitting right next to me tonight. He, he said, Oh, deep ball to chase. Here it is. They left him one-on-one. And uh, sure enough, I mean, we were seeing the same thing. You have to do it. Browning thought it too. And throws the perfect ball to him. And from that point, multiple people said that was really a turning point for everybody in this game. But, Doing that, making that play, you get Chase running backwards. He said he was feeling he felt felt like being evil tonight. He said pulling towels, talking trash, doing the disrespectful run backwards. Jake, Jake got hit on that throw. I mean, to make that throw, get hit. So he didn't even didn't even see the ball in the air. He just was watching on the screen, watching Jamar run backwards through the end zone, you know, and he was so calm after the game, you know, Jake, he's just sort of all shucks. Yeah. Felt good to have a good game. You know, what are you gonna do with the game ball? I hope I don't lose it. I'm not good with memorabilia. I lose things. You know, I'm not really feeling like it's not really in a reflection right now. You're kind of still in game mode. You know, you're just, had a good game, felt good, made the throws that I needed to make. Everybody may have played great around me. You know, very matter of fact and nonchalant. And I think the team has fed off that through this tough stretch of coming off the Burrow injury, last week's debacle, and 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 fed off his injury, his energy that he's feeding out there. And, you know. It's, it clearly has meant something. That said, no one saw this. No one saw this coming. QB1 material. That's it. I don't... Certainly looked like one. He, he, he played better tonight than maybe any game Burrow played this year, you know, or up there. Certainly by the numbers. Um, and, and that's saying something. That's saying something. So what an you know what an incredible night uh, here. The Bengals run for 156 yards on the ground. The Chase Brown thing worked. You have to wonder where that's been. And we don't. More importantly, we do not have to talk endlessly about the ridiculous Tyler Boyd interception, the play call. Everything's going. They're moving the ball up and down the field. Jake Browning can't throw. 
incompletions, and we're getting a second trick play, another ball thrown by a receiver. This one directly to Josh Allen for interception. Just wild stuff. That one right after you got the Dax Hill dropped interception in the end zone for Parker Washington touchdown, and you're thinking, oh, man, those two plays, they're going to ruin this whole thing. You know, they're they're out gaining them and doing everything else. It ended up being enough. Ended up being enough. Quite a night here in Jacksonville. Bengals back in it. The Jake Browning game. And, uh, you know, they got life. They got life. Hate seeing what happened to Trevor Lawrence tonight. I'm so sick of watching quarterbacks go down and ruining what's going on in this league right now. It's just, it's brutal. Um, but you know, CJ Beathard came in and did what I guess backup quarterbacks do tonight. Nine to ten for sixty-three. Um, but the Bengals uh, find a way to win because what did Jake Browning do at the end? Clutch drive, made all the plays. Jamar, give Jamar a chance. He makes a bobble catch, finds T. Higgins on a third and long. Of course he did. Made every play. Made every play. You see him laughing in the huddle, giving giving. He said he was giving Jamar a hard time about not getting the the first down on the play before that when he made all those moves near the sideline, and damn near still did. Just enjoying it, relaxed. They, I, I must have heard the word "poised" used a million times in the locker room. You know, in a in a loud environment and a lot of crazy stuff going on, a ton of poise, doing everything you'd ever want a quarterback to do. QB one material. Certainly looked at tonight, no doubt. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, I've got an early flight in the morning. I have a story up for you, too. So you make sure you check all that out. And uh, we will talk to you soon here uh, on Hear That Podcast Ground. So have a good one, everybody.